indeed yes indeed you are now tuned in to another live episode of the hottest podcast across the land the hottest podcast across the globe and definitely the hottest podcast on the podbean app this is this is this is mixture of variety i'm your host patient zero give it up one time give it up one time Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, studio audience. What is going on? What's cracking? What's happening? What's popping, everybody? <sighs> Hope everybody had a nice weekend. We are here Monday, another Monday. Did you guys watch football at all? I definitely uh, had a rough weekend, but I tried to distract myself with football. I mean, I like football anyway, but uh, it is what it is. I'm actually very excited to see my Tampa Bay Pucks Bucks play next Thursday. That's going to be awesome because I don't get to see them that often. Being in a different region and whatnot. Anyway, it is my favorite time of day slash night. I hope it's your favorite time of day slash night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern. Sorry about running a couple minutes late, actually. But if you've downloaded the show, you won't know that. You will not even know. Shouts to Mr. PTO as well in the room. Make sure Variety goes live Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I got to say Eastern Standard Time because we are global and people listen from all around the world. And you never know what time zone they're going to be in. So I have to let them know that we're on Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That might be switching up. You know, I kind of gave you guys a heads up last week as far as like changing the times. And, you know, again, like we did at the beginning of the show, we've we've been steady at 9 p.m. for a long time. But uh, it might be time to switch that up again. Um, 
and you know we'll see from there we'll see how it goes i mean it's not going to affect the download page i definitely recommend you guys follow us on podbean i definitely recommend you guys check out all of our shows on the podbean page mixture of variety.podbean.com or just you know search us on the app on the podbean app and you know so either way it's not going to affect that um and as of right now there's still going to be five shows a week as of right now that's who can change you know we've been running hard with that since april mid-april we don't want to change that but it looks like there's going to be some changes it looks like we have to take this whole podcast thing in a whole different direction possibly so we're going to have some test runs and we're going to try things out and we're going to switch things out and we're going to you know switch things around and et cetera, et cetera, and see where it goes from there. But honestly, like I say all the time when we do the beginning, you know, the intro of the show, we do practice mindfulness here. And even though we're planning for the future, we can't project the future. So we don't really know what's going to happen. All I can let you know and tell you is that there might be some changes as far as the time and as far as one show at a time like obviously today obviously you know we still went 9 p.m but i can i can tell you for sure that tomorrow the show will be at 8 p.m eastern time and that has nothing to do with really changing our time as far as you know nikki p and i talking about changing the time uh tomorrow's show at 8 p.m has all to do with the presidential debate Honestly, 100%. I'm not missing that shit. And I'm not doing a podcast while that's live. And I'm not going to watch it on YouTube when it's pre-recorded. I have to watch that shit live. It's going to be a wrestling match. It's going to be like the Super Bowl of politics. And it's part one of three. And I'm not missing that shit tomorrow at 9 o'clock. So instead of just saying there's not going to be a podcast, which would be fucking whack. I'm just going to go live at 8 p.m. instead. Shouts to Glenn in the room. Shouts to my beautiful co-host, Nikki P, who entered the room. No shade, Nikki P. No disrespect. I love you to death. I just couldn't do it today. I, I, I couldn't pick up my phone today. It's been a really rough day, but I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to that in a second. So you guys hear, you know, you heard it here first. We kind of mentioned it last week. We might be fucking around with the times again. Uh, you know, maybe eight o'clock is a lot better than nine o'clock. Maybe, you know, seven o'clock. Maybe we take a day out. Maybe we go two hours on Friday where, you know, we're, we're figuring out the logistics of it all. Um, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's only going to be a positive thing in the long run uh, for sure. I mean, we're not going to do anything that's going to backtrack us. You know, we're not going to take three steps forward and four steps back or whatever. Like that's not going to happen. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And anyway, make sure variety, since I'm talking all the shit about when we go and changing times and whatnot, if you just clicked on the, the show or downloaded the show for the first time, or maybe you didn't even catch us on Podbean. I'm talking all this Podbean shit. Maybe you're listening right now on Amazon Music or Apple or Google or wherever, <coughs> excuse me, whatever platform. And you're like, mixture of variety, this seems interesting. Well, it is interesting. You know why? Because it's a mixture of ideas and a variety of topics, which equals, ladies and gentlemen, mixture of variety. Get it? 
and you probably figured it out by now because you guys are smart. We have some, you know, a, a very smart, intelligent audience. It is a variety show podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a variety show podcast, which means we can talk about anything and everything, and we do. We could talk about anything from addiction and mental health to having sex with gay midget aliens and everything in between, ladies and gentlemen. Everything in between. Let me tell you this. There's a lot in between. If you guys don't know, you better ask somebody. No, let me stop. If you guys don't know, there's a lot in between. We emphasize certain topics that we do talk about just to let you guys know what we mainly talk about. You know what I'm saying? So you guys have an idea because, you know, we we do say variety show podcasts and we do for sure pull out topics and subject matter that we really just pull out of our ass. But it's a beautiful thing that the fact that we can do that. But a lot of the things that we emphasize is on this short little list that I'm going to break down for you right now. Thank you so much, Nikki P. Thank you so much, Glenn. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so let's just run down this real fast. Um, mental illness, mental health. Of course, we talk about that. And, of course, there's days like this where the last thing on earth that I wanted to do was go live with you guys. I'm just being 100% honest. And the reason why I say that is not so people stop listening. It's for my people who suffer with mental illness and mental health issues because – It's just tough. But we also talk about addiction and sobriety recovery, which is what we're going to be talking about today, which is fucking awesome. And I should be in a better mood, but, you know, it's all right. It's all right. So it's one of those things like in recovery, you know, they say in NA meetings and shit like that. Well, it's just another day. I mean, because they keep it as real as possible. Like, it really is just another day. Like, today is just another day. I can, this disease, you know, holds no bars. Right? Or, I don't know if I said that right. You know, this disease, like, doesn't care. Right? Um, so I could relapse tomorrow, basically, is what they're saying. Have, have this whole big celebration and then just go out and relapse tomorrow. I could relapse tonight after the show. That's just real shit. That's that is the kind of anxiety that I want in my life. Like I actually want in my life uh, to always know. And it's not even anxiety. It's a fear. It's a fear to always have a little bit of fear that that's a possibility of that happening. Of me relapsing because everything that comes with it. You know, I like I already did the lying about the relapsing thing. I already tried that out for size. You know, my sister didn't talk to me for a year and a half. I put, you know, overall like 20 years onto, you know, age onto my mom's face. Not sleeping at night, fucking up the whole family. Uh, losing my fiance. Getting evicted a couple times. 
it's an absolute miracle that I don't have. HIV or STDs or anything like that, but um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm so. But I can't go back there. I, you know, I just I can't go back there. I can't do it. So now it's already been a hard day for me, like for a mental health day, but it's been extremely difficult for me. And I knew it was. Not, I didn't know about the mental health shit because I could be symptomatic anytime and I could just be fucked up for the day or the weekend or whatever it is. And now it's been physical symptoms too because of me coming off of a med too quickly. I'm not going to get into that. But I knew that I was going to be emotional today because it is not just another day. It's actually the longest that I've, I've, I've tied the longest that I've ever had clean since I started doing this. And since I started really hitting my first rock bottom, I would say. Which was probably the worst one. But first time I walked into rehab was May 9th of 2012. And that was just, you know, seems like another lifetime ago. And obviously, it's been a bumpy road. I mean, that's a bumpy road. It's been a fucking roller coaster. But now I have a year and a half, and it's like it, it definitely has made me emotional because, you know, it's like even though I still have all this baggage that comes with my mental health and everything around it and how horrible it is to like live like that it's you know i i always have to stay grateful and i always have to be grateful as far as like you know my my friendships are as real as ever my family is like sleeping at night and you know trust me again like i remember a couple months ago i got my license back and my mom actually gave me her credit card and her car keys and was like picking up, you know, a couple of things from the grocery store. And I just froze for a second. And I was just like, wow, like, wow, this is really, you know, turned 180. And I'm just like, I was so happy. That was, I'll never forget that, that feeling. But anyway, I don't mean to be all over the place. I'm going to try not to be over the place, all over the place tonight, but um. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's emotional, you know, it's emotional. It's emotional because it also brings me back of the first time that after I go to my first rehab, after I go to my first outpatient, after I go through a whole halfway house, when that happens, like a lot of people in that same situation, they think that they're going to be sober for the rest of their life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like once you hit that time of your life. Your life has changed. You made the drastic changes and you're just going to do what you have to do to live the rest of your life sober. And that's why I would say it's a one day at a time thing, because it doesn't work like that. There's people with 20 years clean that can relapse, you know, tonight. There's I've seen it in the rooms. You know, people come back for their white chip, like just coming back in the rooms again. And they had like 25 years clean. <laughs> But then I also always think about like, what if, you know, what if I, I did, what if I did just stay clean the whole way through and I had eight years clean, you know, 
I don't know. I, I can say what ifs for a lot of things because if that was the case, I would still be with my fiance. If that was the case, I probably would have adopted two kids by now and been married. If that was the case, I would have had, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I could always, I could say what if all day, but that gets me nowhere except for like depression, like severe depression. So I have to snap out of those intrusive thoughts pretty quickly. Otherwise, I will be a fucking mess. And I don't want to go back to the psych ward. I don't want it to be, you know, anything like dramatic. I just want to like fucking, you know, you know how it is. I really just want my sanity and I want to be happy. That's it. Sanity and happiness. I'll be, I'll be sad for the rest of my life. But that's, that's some of the other shit that we talk about. All right, let me just knock this out because we got shit to do. Experiences in a halfway house. We did that last week. LGBT life. Relationships. Fuck all relationships. Current events and news. We talk about good news. Uh, sex dedicated to Friday. Friday is dedicated to sex. We always have a fun-filled, exciting, raunchy, off-the-wall. I got to think of some more adjectives when I say that. Sex show, Nikki P um, joins me. I've been sober 14 years, and I still have days where I feel like I can drink. Yeah, exactly. And I and uh, Aeroth, I definitely appreciate you saying that because that's just how it is. You know, that's what I was saying about the lady that had 25 years, and there was actually a gentleman the 20 years that I personally know, and I hear stories all the time. But it's just one of those things, like you know, a year and a half, you're off the pink cloud. I've been off the pink cloud a year and a half, but I was like in a relationship. I moved out of my apartment in like four months to move, you know, in with this guy. And I, I didn't even see the place. Don't even get me started with that. But like, it was like, yeah, like relationship. Well, now I'm in a relationship. I don't really have time for this. Or now I'm working. I don't really have time to go to meetings. I don't have time to, you know, go uh, talk to a sponsor. I don't have time to do A, B, and C. And I'm not saying that's the only reason why, <laughs> you know, there's obviously been things in my life, including mental illness, that has triggered me severely to the point of using drugs and alcohol. And I can pinpoint that back to when I was 16 years old in high school and I had the worst anxiety of my life and I almost wanted to drop out of school. I actually can't believe I didn't drop out of school. And... I found that alcohol cured all my problems. And then weed would just chill me out at night. So I was like, weed was chilling me out at night. I was just watching, you know, movies and eating everything in sight, eating like a whole pizza and a Big Mac and, you know, a whole can of Pringles and et cetera, et cetera. Like, that's just what I would do. I had a high, high metabolism in high school. And then I would drink during school because we were allowed to leave at lunch and come back. I would drink during school. And I would be a different person when I came back from school. I wasn't shy, timid, you know, retarded Dan like I was the first half of school. I was class clown, you know, making fun of the teacher, loud as fuck, talking to everybody, giving everybody a pound and shit like that. You know what I mean? It was totally different. And I was like, wait a second. This is the best thing in the world. Well, it wasn't really the best thing in the world. It was self-medication. And I was self-medicating myself from that point on. You know, I didn't get diagnosed with fucking... I got, I got diagnosed with, like, anxiety and depression in, like, 2008 or some shit, 2009. But my rock bottom and my crazy drug use didn't even go 
didn't even start until after that. We're talking more like 2010-11-ish was probably the worst. And that was more self-medication. And it was just because, uh, you know, all I'm trying to do is, like, not feel these feelings of being symptomatic. That was that was part of it. It's not all of it. I wasn't fucking doing crystal meth and having sex with seven guys in an orgy because, you know, I had anxiety. I mean, shit, if anything, meth added to my anxiety incredibly after being up for three and a half days and talking to shadow people and hearing voices from the drain and shit like that. That didn't help my paranoia or, or my anxiety or being symptomatic at all. And then popping opiates and benzos to, to pass out, that was definitely not a good thing, but it was still self-medicating, self-medicating, self-medicating. And then obviously the other part of that was the extreme joy that it brought me. And anybody that's addicted to something probably knows what I mean because why would you be addicted to it if it, if it didn't? You know what I mean? Like they, 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 uh, they say, what is it for heroin? Like once you shoot heroin, it's like chasing the dragon, chasing the dragon, right? You're trying to get that high again. So you're constantly chasing it, constantly chasing it. But like you never get that first high. I didn't really experience that with meth. I didn't really have a problem with that. Every time I used meth, I was fucking blast off like, you know, a Martian. But that's besides the point. Um, The pleasure, like the intense pleasure was something that I always felt and always said that human beings are not supposed to feel in this physical life. Maybe the next world, maybe where we came from. You know, and no one knows either how they used to feel in a different lifetime or, or where they came from or the next you know dimension or whatever the fuck it is. Nobody knows any of that shit. But what I kept saying was this feeling right here, a human being on planet Earth in the physical form is not supposed to be feeling this. And then you add that to sex. And your brain remembers that. Your brain adds the two most intense pleasures that you can get, and then you get addicted to it. Hey, P, I don't even smoke a cig today, and I fell insane. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, that's good for you, Nikki P. I hope you keep that up because um, you definitely need to quit those cigs, woman. Cigarettes are the worst, but I, but I get it. I mean, listen, I, can, I get it because I used to smoke i probably smoked for like shit i don't even know 15 years or some shit like that so i i know i like i get it but it was funny because not funny pretty sad and and pathetic and horrible actually but the last like i would say three years that i smoked it was like i felt disgusting doing it it tasted disgusting. The smell was disgusting. Everything was disgusting, and I was still doing it. And that's a pure addiction. Pure addiction. Clem says, I've been smoking 18 out of 33 now. Yeah, wow. It's no joke. I quit once for like six months. Work was really stressful. Started smoking again, and then I didn't smoke. I mean, I didn't um, try again until like years later, like a decade later. And I did it cold turkey. And 
I would say between three and five days, I wanted to kill everybody. But I, I, I have bouts of irritability like that now, so it is what it is. All right, so yeah, mindfulness, conspiracy theories, UFOs. We're gonna get all to the, all that. Um, I know I've been talking a lot. I'm actually not gonna do many holidays today because I don't know. I feel like every time when there actually is something to celebrate, it's like that's the day and that's only the day. Like we did not do you know many holidays on our hundredth show because who gives a fuck about any other many holidays? Like the holiday of the day, the only one that matters is the hundredth show. So today. You know, being a milestone that it is and, you know, me wanting to celebrate it with you guys, that's what we're going to do. And we're going to celebrate it with these songs that I got. And these songs are going to go over 10 o'clock anyway. So let me just get started with that. Um, the only reason I'm reading this disclaimer today, because I do have uh, 10 things that I'm grateful for this past year and a half. But honestly, if I started like really getting into that. We would be here until tomorrow's show. So I'm going to just go through that really, just really fast. Cause I already touched on it anyway, as far as like, you know, my, my, uh, family sleeping and, you know, people trusting me and et cetera, et cetera. I, I basically cover it all anyway. I'm, I'm grateful for that every single day. I don't have to say that just on tonight's episode because I'm, I am grateful all the time and I always try to, be in that state of mind. And anytime we do an addiction show or a mental illness show, gratitude comes out one way or another. But let me just do this just because the reason why I'm doing this is because some of the songs that I chose out of these seven, I'm just going to play them back to back, are really hardcore, are really intense, and are really extreme. And I'm not saying that for a random person that just happens to be listening to the show. Or even a random person that is listening to the show because their brother or sister or mom and dad or a friend or a grandmother or something like that is affected with drugs uh, by using drugs. I'm saying the disclaimer because I don't want you guys getting triggered. That's where I'm at with that. And I can't say I don't want you to get triggered. There's some lyrics here that might get you triggered. There's some lyrics here that when I listen to, after sobbing like a fucking baby, listening to some of these tracks, I was definitely triggered. Like, it's almost like, how can you not be triggered? So that's the only disclaimer that I'm going to give. Listener discretion is advised. Shouts to Granny as well. All right. Let me see what you guys wrote. Um, Glenn says there's nothing. There is nothing as temporary lapse of murderous rage. Yeah, right. Word. Nothing wrong with yeah. I gotcha. All right. So, really fast since it's already nine thirty. Good mornings. You know, obviously, of course, I'm grateful for 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 good mornings. I mean, they're mainly saying because you don't wake up like with a horrible hangover or like, I mean, I've had like two day hangovers before that was just like, I didn't think I was going to live. Like I really thought I was going to die, but you know, just mornings in general, like we were kind of having this conversation about like what I think it was like last week or something. There was like, what drug addict 
wakes up at seven, eight o'clock in the morning, you know, that, that drug addict usually is going to sleep at that time. Otherwise they're staying up for the entire day, but you guys, you guys get it. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. Glenn says that's a hundred percent, right? You hear that in the rooms all the time. All right, so good morning. So you guys can see that. Excuse me, officer. This is a big one too because if you get pulled over or you see a, you know, anytime you see a cop, you know, I, I remember like driving, and anytime I saw a cop anywhere in any direction, it could be a parked cop car, instant anxiety attack. Because most of the time I was drinking, smoking, you know, just fucking did a line or just fucking. Smoked some meth a half hour ago. You know, my eyes were all fucked up and crazy shit like that. Madness. So now it's just like, hey, what up, officer? How you doing? Unless you're black, then you are also just as terrified as I was. Productivity. Yeah, definitely. I mean, unless you're like on ADHD medicine or something like that. You can get a lot of shit done. (laughs) I'm I'm not promoting that. I'm just saying. Adderall, yeah, Adderall, Ritalin, those type of shits, like, you'll definitely get a lot done. I mean, you're not going to stop moving, and you're going to be doing a lot, and that's why a lot of college kids do that shit. But, yeah, I mean, just overall productivity, of course, because whatever you're actually, your main focus was on drugs and alcohol. Like, how, how could you do anything else, especially if you didn't have money? You know, I would wake up and just, first of all, I'd be pissed off that I had to wake, that I actually woke up. I would, I would curse the fuck out of God. I'd be like, why the fuck am I still alive? Like, are you fucking serious? If I woke up in a house, I didn't know. If I woke up in a ditch, if I woke up outside, if I woke up, you know what I'm saying? Like, wherever. In my car. Fuck, I'm still alive. Okay. Now that I know I'm alive, how the fuck am I going to get money? That's the first thing that tri- that pops into you, your head or my head. How am I going to get money? What's going to be the hustle of the day? What do I have to do? Do I have to steal fucking shit from Walmart and sell it? Do I have to, you know, you guys get the point. Prostitution, escort. Yes, I've done it all. And then you use. And then your next problem is. How am I going to get more? And that's the cycle of addiction. Looking good? Yes, I must say, definitely. Definitely, I look much better in this last year and a half. I definitely look a a lot better. My skin looks a lot better. And I just look overall, I just look a lot healthier. I look like my soul is back in my body, if that makes any sense. Because my mom always used to say when she saw me that like I look like a shell of myself, like I don't even look like I have a soul. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, I look fine. And meanwhile, like I didn't look at myself in the mirror for like two weeks and I'd look and be like, oh, Jesus. I'm like 135 pounds and I'm, you know, white as a sheet of paper and I have completely black pupils and, you know, that are sunken in and my whole face is sunken in and I have fucking the worst acne in my face ever because half of it is not acne. Half of it is just me picking my face when I was fucking on meth. Oh, I look great. But now, total different story. So any of you guys out there uh, listening in the New York area, contact me at Make sure variety at gmail.com. Just kidding. Don't hit me up on Tinder. <clears throat> okay, so also sober buddies. I mean, all right. I guess. And this is this is on this is on this list. 
Um, Nikki P says definitely. Rick says glad to hear, man. Where in New York are you from? Hudson Valley, about what, like an hour and twenty minutes north of the city. I don't like to say upstate New York because it's really not. Yeah, it's still it's New York. <laughs> it's New York State, buddy. New York State is pretty big. Nah, son. It's not considered upstate. All right, all right. It's upstate New York. Okay, fine. It's upstate New York. It's just different because people from New York don't look at it like that, but I feel you. It's all good. It's all good. Yes, it's upstate from New York City. But, yeah, Sober Buddies, I mean, it is what it is. Like, eh. I mean, it's like it's cool, like, you know, hanging out with a sober buddy. Like, I have sober buddies, and I have buddies that are not sober. And it's just like, as long as you respect me, as long as you're not doing anything stupid or foolish or putting me in a bad situation, I don't give a fuck what you do. I mean, I want you to be safe and healthy and happy. Of course, I want you to do you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm all about that because I care about you as a friend. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? But as far as like, yeah, as long as, as, long as there's no interaction like that, I mean, you know, I, I have friends that use every once in a while, but not in front of me. And then some that will ask me if it's okay. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, just have that respect. And it is what it is. It's all good. Oh, okay, Rick. Yeah, I know almost exactly what you're talking about. If you're talking about West Point, possibly. Yes, Nikki P, help me out there. Exactly. Family, I already went through. Growing bank account, I mean, I'm you know slowly working on that, but I get it because it's not every single cent has to go to, to that. The little things, I mean, the little things are the big things, aren't they? I can help now. That's a beautiful thing because I've always wanted to help people and I always have a passion to help people. My entire life working in human services forever and you know volunteering and whatever i could do to you know this fucking podcast even like to help people help people i love helping people but before if i was in active addiction there's no way that was gonna happen and then yeah i mean i don't really agree maybe with the last one because it says you did it like it's uh, getting sober is a massive accomplishment Okay, I mean, but it, it truly is a one day at a time. Like, I wish there was, like, a finish line that you cross and you're like, yay, I'm sober and, you know, I don't have to worry about addiction ever again. Like, I wish it was like that, but it's not. It's not, but I will laugh, I will love, and I will live. And also have no no regrets. No regrets. Nikki P says, you help me always. We help each other. You know that. You know that. But thank you for saying that. Then says, well, I mean, since getting sober, you let Granny move in. <laughs> she needs to eat. Yeah. I know what we're going to do with that bitch. What are we going to do with that bitch? She's actually um, doing lines and smoking a crack pipe right now, which is why I didn't like talk to her before. I don't think she knew what was going on, but she was actually snorting lines and she had some type of pipe. There's no lighters in the building, but she smuggled one in. I don't want to know how. Yeah, hey, Rick, I mean, you know, we got to stick together. 
we got to stick together. It's a struggle, but just like I say on all my mental illness episodes, we got to stick together because we can destroy the stigma of how society looks at it and we can actually normalize it. Although a lot of people don't like that word. You know what I mean when I'm saying that normalize it in society where it's not just like, you know, the the shock factor, like <gasps> like you tell somebody that you have bipolar, <gasps> you know, are you crazy? You've been to a psych hospital. You tell something that you have addiction. It's like, <gasps> you know, A, B, C, D, F, G, whatever you can think of. But, you know, talking about it is the best way. And uh, definitely shouts to Rick. Glenn says that disrespectful elderly nymph. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's knock these out. What do you think, guys? What do you think? This is because this is just this is how I want to celebrate. Okay. I mean, I know we're going to go over 10 o'clock, but I just want to play them. I just want to play them. I just want to play them. Let me just get right to it because I wrote down a list, of course. You know how I do. All right, I am going to knock them all out, too, so if you guys have to go, it's all good. Just check the downloaded show, uh, and also check us out on Instagram. If you want to follow us, you'll get banners ahead of time, hours before the show, and you'll know what we're talking about hours before the show instead of just when we go live on Podbean. Although I don't know what's going on with uh, Instagram because they deleted my post today. I have a feeling why. I'm pretty sure I know why because... <laughs> I think that's strike two for me, actually. I got I got to relax. But uh, I'm pretty sure they deleted my posts. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Let's see. Knock them like a little. On your back. All right. There you go. Wait, who, who wrote that? Was that Glenn? Wait, let's see. It's going to take me forever to I swear to fucking God. I need to email um, Podbean. Uh, yes. Okay, so, yes, I'm sorry, I missed something. All right. Wait, what am I doing? Okay. All right, so song number one. I kind of have this in some order, so if you listen to it all the way through, you're going to get... The feels. You feel me? You're going to get the feels. You're going to catch the feels. You're going to catch the vibe. All right? So this is the first one. And this is... Let me turn this up. This is Big Crit Addiction. Hold on, dive in, this shit feel like water. Dive in, this shit feel like water. Total. Dive in, this shit feel like water. Addiction. 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 Hot tide, catch a wave. If you want her, she's safe. Underwater with no scuba, you a goner, she's safe. I'ma swim through that shit, so a being in that bitch. I'm a shark in the ocean, if she give me the bait. Drip, drip, wet, wet, wet. All on the floor. Love to ride with the high toller. Give me some more. Waterfall with the splash bungee. Jump from a flight. That shit was oh so right. I had to dive in twice. Ain't no safety belt. Ain't no jacket for the living. Ain't no safety hill. 
pussy with buzzing out the paramount of pressure in it. It'll never be the same if I ever hit it. Olympic gold, I'm a better swimmer. Yo, hitting the stroke at different angles. Damn, some of the way she had to chain clothes. Whoa, all the water, what you drank for? Damn, so much water, I can slay for them. Dive in, this shit feel like water. Dive in, this shit feel like water. Dive in, this shit feel like water. Told her, dive in, this shit feel like water. Addiction. 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 Yo, diving boy, all aboard. Set feel like water. I'ma be her water boy. Betty and her Aquaman. Let me put my goggles on. I'ma go underwater. Let me get my snorkel on. She say, sprinkle me, sprinkle me. She say, finger me, finger me. She say, too much you think of me. I say, let me think, let me think. She asked me why my drinks are pink. I say, lean on me, lean on me. Mix the like creatine. I'm her addiction to shipping. Liquid lounge on my neck. Trip crash with flash. She got that split splash. Water slap six flags. Host pipe on sight. Host pipe on set. She got that wet wet. And I'm a threat threat threat. Listen to Titty me. Litty critic say he in the bitty. He with the baddest Brazilian. I'm with the baddest from Britain. She knows some baddest that's about it. They know some baddest that's with it. I'm about to dive off a mountain. I'm about to land in her river. She said. Dive in, this shit feel like water. 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 Time for claps. Next. They just keep getting better, I tell you. Here we go. I swear they are a gay couple. I don't care what anyone says. I swear that they are. I swear that they are. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis starting over. One, two. Now, those three plus years I was so proud of, and I throw them all away for two styrofoam cups. The irony. Everyone would think that he lied to me and made my sobriety so public there's no fucking privacy. If I don't talk about it, then I carry a date. A zero eight, ten, oh eight. And now it's been changed And every one that put me in some box Is saying that I never was It's the false prophet that never came And will they think that everything that I've written Is all been fake Or will I just take my slip to the grave huh. What the fuck are my parents gonna say The success story that got his life Together and changed And you know what pain looks like When you tell your dad you relapsed And look him directly into his face The seat on your shoulders Deceivingly heavy weight Haven't seen tears like this on my girl In a while the trust that I once built Has been betrayed But I'd rather live telling the truth Than be judged for my mistakes Than falsely held up Giving props, loved and praised I guess I gotta get this on the page Feeling sick and helpless Lost the compass where soap is I know what I gotta do And I can't help it one day at a time is what they tell us. 
now I gotta find a way to tell them. Recognizes that failure under that hoodie that's posted in the back with my hands crossed, shooken. If they call on me, I'm passing. If they talk to me, I'm booking up that door. But before I can make it, somebody stops me and says, Are you Macklemore? Maybe this isn't the place or time. I just wanted to say that if it wasn't for other side, I wouldn't have made it. I just look down at the ground and say thank you. She tells me she has nine months and that she's so grateful. Tears in her eyes, looking like she's gonna cry. Fuck, I barely got 48 hours. Treated like I'm some wise monk. I wanna tell her I relapsed, but I can't. I just shake her head and tell her congrats. Get back to my car and I think I'm tripping, yeah. Cause God wrote other side, that pen was in my hand. I'm just a flawed man, man. I fucked up, duh. Like so many others, I just never thought I would. I never thought I would, didn't pick up the book, doing it by myself, didn't turn out that good. If I can be an example of getting sober, then I can be an example of starting over. If I can be an example of getting sober, then I can be an example of starting over. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, TJ Patient Zero back in effect. So I crossed off one, so it's actually going to be top six because I want you guys to hear it. I know we're going to run out of time anyway, but uh, the one I crossed out was like a seven and a half minute track from an underground guy. I'm just like, nah, nah, you guys can check him out later. Kolichi is his name. Kolichi, drug addiction. He's got some crazy shit. He's, I mean, he's all right. Like, he's a lyricist, but that song is that, you know, it was crazy. All right. So, none of this would have been possible. And this is 100% real. None of this would have been possible without my higher power, which is the energy from the universe. I thank my higher power, talk to my higher power every day. And this definitely would not have happened without him, her, it, she, non binary, whatever it is. Feel me? This is Yellow Wolf, best friend featuring Eminem. 
never been much of the church type But I believe in the last days I walk through hell almost every night But I believe it's a bad way Say boy what you doing with your life With those tattoos on your face Say boy you know that you pay the price Well I guess I'll see when I head that way Spread, spread. Yeah, I got a best friend. Yeah, I got a best friend. 
damn. All right. Well, now that I already have chills and all my hair is up, like a dog or a cat, now we can get into this one. A little smooth transition, you know? Three more, ladies and gentlemen. Three more. Stick with me because they're just going to keep getting better, I promise. This one definitely gives me chills as well. Somebody who I normally would not listen to, but heard the song and I added it to the list immediately. This is James Arthur. And the song is called Recovery. I don't want to play this game no more I don't want to play it I don't want to stay around here no more I don't want to stay here Like rain on a Monday morning Like pain that just keeps on going on Look at all the hate they keep on showing I don't wanna see that Look at all the stones they keep on throwing I don't wanna feel that Like sun that will keep on burning And I used to be so discerning oh. In my recovery I'm a soldier at war. I have broken down walls. I defined, I designed my recovery in the sound of the sea, in the oceans of me. I defined, I designed my recovery. In the oceans of the 
two more ladies and gentlemen hopefully you guys like that song i'm not sure who's sticking with me in the room but thank you so much for sticking with me two more so we'll just go a little bit over time but it'll be fine because these songs are definitely worth it now that i already have my eyes tearing up this song is a new song that i heard today for the first time even though it's got like six million views and i sobbed cried like a fucking infant during the song and then instantly i played it back during the song again and then shut the song off and like 15 minutes afterwards and then played the song again and sobbed again i guess like my body needed that like i'm just really emotional today anyway so it was a good thing and it was a blessing but this fucking song is the one that i had to make that quick disclaimer earlier because um you know it's my trigger people but Either way, just realize that you're going to be, get triggered on a movie. You're going to get triggered on TV, uh, a song. You know, shit, you're going to get triggered. So just if you're really sensitive, like, don't listen to the song. But hopefully you do listen to the song. If you are in recovery or know somebody that's in recovery, but especially if you are in recovery, this song, especially if you are in recovery, sobriety, you know, fighting with it, fighting with addiction, back and forth, whatever it is, this song is for you and like i said I'm, my eyes are already tearing up so let's see this will be like the seventh time i heard this song today uh so i'm probably gonna cry like a baby again <laughs> just like that just that simple just that simple definitely check out the video too i think the video has some to do with it i mean the song is is extremely powerful but the video whew, the video is fucking definitely intense as well. All right. Like I said, I never heard of this song before. It is from Tom McDonald and Mad Child featuring Nova Rockefeller, who's actually singing, and that gives me chills. And what up, y'all? My name's Tom. Little while back was an alcoholic. Had a mental breakdown like a year ago. Came close to put me in a coffin. Damn. After the hooker I loved, after I did all the drugs, after I finally got fired for showing up late to the job, hella tired and drunk. After the oxies, I put up my nose with my boss on the oil rigs when I was young. After my ex cut her wrists and the cops that I stabbed her and beat me, then put me in cuffs. After I totaled my car trying to run from the cops with a kilo of coke in the trunk. After I drank till I rotted my teeth out, my head got infections and all of my gums. After I couldn't get hard because the vodka and porno sedated me till I was numb. After I couldn't escape from the basement, I rented and went to go live with my mom. After I cheated on people, I needed and lied trying to hide from the guy that I was. Then I got sober. The madness was over. Now I am proud of the man I become. Yeah. I'm finally someone that I know again. I started climbing out the hole of me. Fighting demons and I know I win. It's time for me to mend these broken ways. Life has been hard. I know it can 
time shit buy some new more tissues tomorrow all right so to end this show ladies and gentlemen to end this show if you download it if you listen to it live nikki p i love you to death if you heard it on another platform whatever it is like this song is going to go around because i know that there are people struggling in addiction and sobriety and recovery and you know when people see 18 months clean and sober honestly this shit is not for me this shit is for the newcomer. This shit is somebody that picked up for the first time. This is somebody that stepped into a room for the first time. This is for somebody that's looking for help and doesn't know where to go in the rooms.com. And you just don't know where to go and you're looking for help. And you, you know, I don't give a fuck if you have three days clean, three months clean, three years clean, 30 years clean. Everybody can get something out of these songs. Everybody can get something that, you know, out of the stuff that I said and the stuff in the rooms. Even though it's been a bad, you know, mental health day, I still had to get that out. I knew that I had to do this show because I know it can help people. And I've been there. Like I said, I've been trying to do this since 2012. I've been there. It's been a roller coaster with the worst drops ever. Most of the time with no seatbelt. 
And here I am, tied with the longest time ever. And I got to never take off these gloves. I can't because, like I said, after the show, I could relapse. Tomorrow, I could relapse. Next week, I could relapse. It's a constant, constant fight. But with that being said, the constant fight is worth it. The constant fight is worth it. And this is the last song that I'm going to play. And then I'm going to sign out as the song fades out. I'll stop the show. So this will be it for me. It's your host, Patient Zero. My co-host, Nikki P, is in the room. She joins me a couple times a week. Tomorrow, remember, we're going live 8 p.m. Uh, we're, we're thinking about switching up the times, and we don't really know what we're doing yet. Uh, we have to have a, a briefing. <laughs> we have to have a, a meeting, Nikki P, in the boardroom. Uh, but tomorrow, it'll be 8 p.m. for sure, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because I have to watch the fucking debate, the presidential debate. And I really recommend that you guys do, be, do too, because it's going to be a shit show, circus times a million. And everybody in the world is going to be tuning in for that. So with that being said, this has been my 18-month clean and sober celebration. I'm happy I got to celebrate it with you guys. No matter if you're walking in for the first time, if you have three days, like I said, three months, it doesn't matter. No matter what, there's going to be struggles, there's going to be fights and uh, pain and everything that comes with it, but it's definitely worth the fight. And just remember that um, as soon as you put the drink and drug down, there will be no more drama. Oh, my God.
God knows where the story ends for me. But I know where the story begins. It's up to us to choose whether we win or lose. And I choose to win. You won't breathe. 